This is how and why narcissistic abuse can cause you to disconnect from everyone and everything and how you can begin to heal. My name is Angela Atkinson and I'm a certified life coach, an author, and a recognized expert in narcissism and relationships. Today I'm going to offer you an overview of dissociation, including what it is, how to identify it, and how to begin the healing process. Disassociation on a metaphorical level is a lot like being a passenger in a car rather than the driver. Like, you're seeing all the turns and the twists of the journey, but you're really just all around, along for the ride. So the ride is happening to you rather than you're choosing the ride yourself. So exactly what is dissociation? Well, in its most basic sense, Dissociation is a connection or a disconnection from your physical surroundings. It's when you feel like you're sort of watching the world from somewhere deep inside your head or above it or somehow disconnected from it. Like you're not really there or you're watching it through a movie. Kind of feels like you're not really real uh, or like you're watching your life through some kind of fog. Some people describe it as sort of feeling like a robot or having no emotions or connection whatsoever to the people around them. What, what used to be familiar isn't anymore, and this does include people, places, and things. The clinical definition of dissociation is the, the disconnection or lack of connection between things usually associated with each other, and that in its most severe forms, those who suffer from it report that the disconnection occurs usually in the integrated functions of consciousness, memory, or perception. Uh, so, for example, a person who dis dis suffers from dissociation may experience something that most people would feel really upset about and be really affected by, but they might not have any feelings about it at all. It's called emotional numbing by the clinical term. So, dissociation is one of the hallmarks of PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, and it's a common and unfortunate side effect of being abused in a narcissistic relationship. So how does dissociation as a result of gaslighting and mental abuse affect your life? What symptoms are involved? Well, it might initially seem harmless. Um, your ability to tune out the world and though some people might find spaciness rather adorable, the truth is that there are plenty of less than desirable consequences that come along with dissociation and not treating it. There are five pretty common symptoms that can affect your life, and that's one. There's one that's actually more common, less common, but potentially more devastating in certain ways. Depersonalization is the first one, and it's the sense of being outside of or disconnected from your body, feeling like you're not really in there. You might even feel like you don't rec recognize yourself in the mirror. Um, you feel like you're not really there. You're detached from yourself. Derealization is when the world feels fake or contrived. Uh, people who are affected by this are often described as a fog. They they like to see. They say they see the world from far away or through a veil. Some of them say it's like watching a movie rather than actually participating in life. Dissociative amnesia is a particular type of amnesia that is specific to people with dissociation and blocks out all personal details, such as. Incidents of abuse and manipulation. Uh, it also, you know, blocks up lots of time from minutes to years, and people say they just forget what they're talking about. Um, not standard stuff. 
Identity confusion is a condition in which you experience seriously conflicted feelings within yourself. For example, you might find that you're doing things that just aren't like you, like driving recklessly or doing drugs. And while part of you finds this behavior thrilling, the other part of you is kind of disgusted by it. Then there's identity alteration. This is a shocking condition in which parts of you are very defined and separate from other parts. Uh, it used to be known as multiple personality disorder. It's far less common, but it certainly does manifest in victims of narcissistic abuse occasionally. Now, what does dissociation have to do with being emotionally and mentally abused by a narcissist? Well, when it comes to dissociation due to narcissistic abuse in your relationship, it's a whole other ball of wax. The thing is that learning to dissociate can be something that begins as a, as a survival technique for someone who has experienced the soul-crushing emotional abuse of a narcissist. Uh, but the ability to dissociate can actually sort of save you. It's kind of a coping mechanism. What happens is that you begin to feel so overcome by fear, anger, or really any emotion that doesn't make sense to you or it feels too intense, and you probably find yourself doing things that you wouldn't normally do on your own. For example, you may cut off your best friend, or you might stop calling your mother or your aunt Sally, even though you've talked to them both every day of your life until now. You do things like this, and potentially even more damaging things, because you are attempting to keep your narcissist happy and to avoid an episode of narcissistic rage, or gaslighting, or any other number of ways that a narcissist likes to manipulate his victims. When all of this becomes too much for your rational mind to handle, and you've become isolated, or at least emotionally isolated, in that you don't talk to anyone about your problems, you have to figure out a way to deal. And a lot of times, you have to decide to not wish you were dead. The only way to do that is to simply stop wishing, stop feeling the things that are hurting you so deeply. You might begin by rationalizing in your head. Ah, he doesn't really mean it. He'll apologize later. So I'll just get through this and I'll, I'll help him with his anger or self-esteem or whatever's bothering him, at least according to how you see it. And when that doesn't work, you give up. And you just sometimes stop feeling anything at all. At first it kind of feels like it's freeing, but eventually it sucks not only the pain from your life, but also the joy. And that is when you know that you have dissociated, when you feel literally almost nothing. Now, why should you bother to get help with dissociation? Doesn't that just make your life a little bit easier if you can let go of things like that? It might seem so at first, but some people say that this is the best way to avoid being hurt, to emotionally stop feeling. Uh, the problem is a little thing that psychologists call affect dysregulation which is defined as the ability, the, I'm sorry, the inability to tolerate and manage intense emotional experiences. Now this happens because we lose the ability to soothe ourselves for whatever reason, or we never were given the opportunity to learn how. This can cause us to have terrible mood swings, a lack of emotion, and on some occasions, the sudden reliving of painful memories. Kind of like when a veteran with PTSD has a war flashback, except in our case, it's reliving the tragic events that we have personally experienced, such as verbal and emotional abuse of a narcissist in a relationship. Now, you should get help with dissociation because it can absolutely ruin your life. It can cause you to become someone you're truly not. And what you deserve is the ability to discover or rediscover who you truly are and to not be a basket case shell of your true self. So why do we, why do we disassociate when it's so unhealthy for us? Well, like I said, 
Disassociation is the direct result of the subconscious mind's attempt to protect us from the intense and painful emotions that we can't handle. It's our mind's last-ditch attempt to pre preserve our sanity, and it initially happens when all of our other methods of protection, you know, personal protection, are exhausted. We sort of artificially adapt our personalities uh, in order to manage our fear, our anger, and other intense emotions. In this way, we control them and sort of save ourselves, temporarily at least. So how do we start to heal from disassociation and feeling? We, we want to start feeling things again. Well, if you're self-treating, get ready. You're going to have to work really hard. Most psychologists will tell you to get professional help. And while I'm a certified life coach who has herself experienced and overcome narcissistic abuse, I am not a mental or physical health professional. So before you do try anything, I suggest please consult with your mental health or physical health professional. The process of healing from disassociation first begins with understanding and awareness. Once you understand the problem and can identify it yourself, you can begin to develop coping techniques and habits that can help you to learn and to take back your life. You can learn to live again. The next thing that you need to do is to start working on your own confidence in yourself and your ability to make this change. Then you can just focus on learning to become aware of and to tolerate and handle your feelings, which of course can lead to your growing as a person and learning so many new things. Now, there are plenty of resources for you for free over at queenbeing.com or NarcissismSupportCoach.com that will uh, help with overcoming narcissism and gaslighting in relationships, as well as becoming more confident in yourself and generally making your life better. My name is Angela Atkinson, and I am out. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.